Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining us on the line now, we have Yuri Marks, our guide for the Kotel Institute of Jerusalem. Yuri, good afternoon to you and thank you for taking the time to join us. Uh, good afternoon to you and your listeners. Thank you so much. No, great to have you on board, Yuri. So, uh, as we usually do at this point in time, just a, a roundup of activity happening around the Kotel. What have you been observing? We've just had Holocaust Remembrance Day. Uh, if we can take it from there, let's begin. What have you been, what, what happened in terms of that? So, uh, I'll just give you some general feedback in terms of what's happening at the Kotel. Mm-hmm. Um, since, obviously, the October 7th, just leading up to there, the place was, uh, just to put it in, uh, in layman's terms, it was pumping. Tens of thousands of people there on a daily basis. It was really quite a sight to see. Right. And, obviously, in the weeks in the weeks after that, it went down to a trickle. I mean, you could at times visit the Kotel there'd be not a single individual there, which was quite sad. I mean, it's something I've never experienced in, in all my visits to the Kotel. I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. But in the last month or so, it, it started picking up again. There's a slow trickle of tourists, not like it used to be, obviously, but you do see crowds of people visiting on a regular basis. It's not in the thousands, but right. it's in the hundreds, which, which is great to see. The sad thing for the old city in general is that the whole city is quiet, much quieter than it's, than it's been over the last few years. And, and, and I think it's really indicative of what terrorism is about because the whole of the old city has been impacted by, by what happened on October 7th. Indeed. Not just the Jewish quarter, not just the Kotel, all religious sites, all business owners, everyone in that region, unfortunately, in that area has been impacted. And as we walk through the old city, you see, you see how everybody's taking strain. But life has returned, as it, as it always does. And it's great to see Minyanim uh, are taking place again. There's crowds of people and the odd tourist. What has, if anyone has visited the Kotel, the old people are aware there's also the Kotel, the tunnel tours. Okay. The tunnel tours... The tunnel tours, which are which are opportunity to explore the chambers below street level, um, those for the first few months after October seven were only open. They were closed for a while, but then they were open to refugees. There's a whole lot of refugees that are staying in central Israel, Uh, but now that's opened up again for tourists. No, no English tours just yet, but there are Hebrew tours, and the Kotel itself. Yeah, the life is coming back. Uh, for those that are interested, there's an interesting piece of artwork of the Kotel that is coming up for auction. It's a new press article. Uh, it's, a, it's a piece of work, a painting of the Kotel from around the 1890s that was discovered in the storm of a shul in Southern California. And it's expected to fetch around $3 million on auction. Wow. So there's a bit of interesting news about the Kotel. A beautiful, a beautiful picture of what the Kotel used to be like hmm. uh, around 130 years ago. Wow. Yuri, um, during this time, as you've mentioned now, you seem to be be seeing uh, a pickup in activity within the Kotel. Have you managed to engage with any any of the different tourists or visitors there? Yes. So I do try to engage with people on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. For the locals, there's been a lot of locals from around the country that are almost making pilgrimages to the Kotel, both religious and secular. They're just feeling that there's a connection they want to make and then show some solidarity. Mm -hmm. At the Kotel itself, 
there are there are opportunities to light candles and there are memorials there for the people that were killed as well as for the hostages. So people are treating it as a site just to show some solidarity. So you see, as I mentioned, religious and non-religious people coming. In sure. terms of the tourists, there are Jewish tourists that are coming, but also quite a few non-Jewish tourists that are that are coming just again to show solidarity with with Israel, um, and that's that's always interesting. So people doing Christian pilgrimage tours still to Israel, the numbers are low, but there are people that are willing to brave the rockets and and come through, and and you see Israelis really appreciative of that kind of support that that people from around the world, Jews, Jewish and non-Jewish, are, are showing. Well, Yuri, you've spoken about particular tours up till now and what you've observed up, in, uh, up until this point in time. I did mention now uh, the Holocaust Remembrance Day. Was anything in, did anything in particular take part to commemorate that occasion? Yeah, so what happens is people do come to say some particular prayers. There's no formal big gathering like they have, they've had on other occasions. Okay. But people have come in and, and again and light candles, but no formal proceedings per se. Okay, very quickly, we don't have no much... Large, no large proceedings, yeah. Oh, sorry, you, you broke up there. I, I, I thought you had answered the question, but I'm sorry if I interrupted you at that point. Yuri, just, uh, we just got one minute left uh, to chat. Um, there is construction and safety work taking place at the Western Wall Tunnel for the benefit of visitors at the moment. Am I right? Yes, there is. And there is work going on in the tunnel. So mm-hmm. certain of the tunnel tours, the, the route has changed or they're not available. So not not all the tours are currently available to the public while there's work going on. But there's still a lot to see. So any visitors, there's a, there's a lot to see despite the work that is going on uh, underground. Okay, so very quickly, just to round off, you have uh, spoken about visits and and uh, have there been any specific uh, uh, group visits? Any spec- any particular like uh, top top politicians? Anyone of note? Uh, so politicians have come. We've seen some uh, mayors representing some cities in the states okay. that have come to visit, uh, uh, and some diplomats. Uh, in terms of special visitors, as I mentioned, refugees from the south and right. refugees from the north of the country that have been displaced, They a lot of them are staying in hotels around the country and within Jerusalem. And their special programs, just to bring a little bit of life and a little bit of light to their, to their lives, their special tours for those refugees that are staying within Jerusalem that, that are being done and people come and entertain them and provide food, uh, all free of charge for them, just to, just to bring some light to, to their unfortunate situation. Yuri, we've uh, just about run out of time. Yuri, thanks so much for joining us to bring us an update as to what is transpiring in the Kotel at the moment. Uh, encouraging to hear that uh, activity is beginning to pick up given the horrific war that's taking place in Israel at the moment. Yuri Marks, guide for the Kotel Institute of Jerusalem.